Hello, the initiated. My name is Marcus Yonikola, and this is the Be a Better Artist podcast. In the previous episode, I talked about habits, especially in the form of setting up your day and structuring your day in such a way that induces momentum in your life, setting up your day in a cascading fashion that allows you to get a positive sense of forward momentum. And for those of you who found the topic of that episode to resonate you on a conceptual level, on a, on a theory level, but finding it practically very difficult to not only execute on, but importantly to enjoy, then this episode is for you. So in this episode, I want to talk about learning to get pleasure and enjoyment from pursuing those long-term goals. But the challenge with long-term goals is that the benefit and the reward comes later. Are we going to sacrifice the current moment for a moment or an outcome in the future? Now, I'm not going to tell you there's going to be a similar substitute to that short-term, immediate, easy pleasure, because I don't think there is one. But the pleasure you can learn to get out of long-term commitments in taking action that is in the service of your long-term goals, the pleasure, the enjoyment, the addiction that you can get from that, it's in a league of its own. And it's completely unlike anything you can get from any sort of a short-term pleasure solution. Now, at the root of why serving those long-term goals can become extremely pleasurable and addictive, fundamentally what makes that possible is seeing your future goals, your ideal future self, align with the current moment that you are actually in right now. What's really important about it is that it induces respect for yourself. It induces admiration for yourself. The problem is, even when you're doing everything perfectly in the here and now, it's going to take some time before you can perceive the connection between the ideal future and the current now. It's simply going to take some time before you can prove to yourself that there is a connection between the two. Again, it's a matter of respect. And we human beings start to believe in a person, whether that's ourselves or someone else. Once we see that a person is committed to something, they're actually dedicating themselves and sacrificing themselves for this bigger goal. And even if you're doing everything perfectly right now, today, there's going to be tomorrow and the next week and the next month. And we human beings are endowed with the understanding of the future. We're constantly obsessed by it. We're always mapping out the current moment into the future. So what's more important to us is understanding where someone is going to be in the not so distant future. And the further out we can map a person in a reliable fashion, the more we're going to trust that person and the more we're going to respect and admire that person. 
And of course, there are actual values that need to align with our own. But the basic fundamental concept is true, regardless of what those values are. And this same concept applies to you when you're trying to prove to yourself that you are a trustworthy, reliable, respectable, admiration worthy person. It's going to take time. And the only way to prove that to yourself is to stick with something and show that, yes, I can show up time and time again and do this thing. And the beauty about this approach over time is that it becomes a positive loop over time, over weeks, over months. Now that you see that you do what you say, you return to the things that you promised you do. You're actually doing things that are taking you forward. You are dedicated and committed to those long-term goals. It becomes this positive loop of observation, but also proving to yourself that, hey, I have control over my own actions. It's me who brought me to the workbench every single day, or it doesn't need to be every day, but to the standards and, and, and in the amounts of time that I chose or perceived to be appropriate. And for me, this is really what being happy at its core is largely about. You know, there's a very common saying that it matters less what other people's perception of you and your happiness is. What matters more is how you feel when you're alone with yourself. Can you lie there in the darkness, in the wee hours of the day, and feel good about who and what you are. And I think a massive part of that is whether you feel like you're worthy of your own respect and whether you're connected to your future self. There should be communication between the two of you. It's always going to be a trade relationship. There's always going to be transactions between the two of you. Because of course you want certain things in the here and now. Life cannot only be in the service of that future you. It would make it very bleak and very grim. And in fact, the only moment we ever really have is the one we are currently in. So it would be, in my estimation, be a, a great mistake to always be simulating and spinning that future idea of you. But depending on how valuable that is for you, that's going to dictate how much of the current moment, how much of the current self you want to be sacrificing. And that's not going to be the same for all of us. Some people are far more interested in the future. Some people are far more here in the now. I don't think there's a right answer for that. I think there's a right answer for you. It sounds very cliche, but if you're really interested in being happy in your life, then you must figure out what things make you happy and then start making decisions and changes based on that. Because there's no way of faking that deep, positive, happiness-inducing feeling in you. It's either authentic or not. And one of the problems people have is that they find it very difficult to accept the things that actually induce that deep happiness in them because they might be quite different from what society is telling you they should be or what society is expecting of you. So yeah, you have to be honest with yourself and you also have to be willing to accept those things 
in yourself and actually be in the service of that. And of course, that's going to exclude some people and some things out of your life altogether. But so is every other choice in life. There is no path that is free of sacrifice. Every choice you make is going to alienate some people and it's going to alienate some life paths and choices and things out of your life. So really the best sacrifice, the best choice you can make is to go with the one that feels right deep inside. So once you stick to your actions that map out properly into your future, you can get so much done in a week that it's crazy. And it's plenty of time to prove to you the basic concept. Now, I think two weeks in is going to be a very different story to one week. A month of doing something is going to be really cool. And there's something that happens somewhere in there when you're engaged with the processes that serve those long-term goals. You start to see every moment and every action is something that serves the next thing. And it just keeps compounding. And I've spoken about momentum many, many times, and I still continue to do so. That's where you really start to pick it up. The momentum compounds and it becomes like this bigger snowball that is rolling down the hill. Uh, and, it, and it becomes a very addictive feeling to know that, yes, I'm riding this same wave and I keep going and it gets bigger and bigger. And the feeling of that just becomes this high of a sort. It's like when you're on stage, you're performing and you're having this amazing moment. Your performance is going absolutely perfectly and you can feel the energy and the moment in the room. You feel connected to this uh, some sort of a universal bigger uh, meaning or this shared moment with all these people here and you can feel what they're perceiving. You can feel how they're hearing and seeing your performance. And I find this sticking to your plan, being the person you respect and admire, doing the right things day in, day out, that momentum that compounds over time, after a week, after a couple of weeks, is very similar to me, to that high on that stage, although in a sort of a slower stretched uh, sense. You start to see your life as a series of meaningful moments that you're not only perceiving, but you're in the pilot seat of that process as well, which is an immensely empowering feeling. So I found that to be worth mentioning, just letting you know that there is a different kind of deeper high pleasure on the other side of sticking to that routine, sticking to that schedule, executing uh, effectively and logically towards your dreams. It's going to take some time to kick in. It's like a turbo in some cars, you know, it takes a moment for it to kick in. But when it does, it's uh, it's something completely different. Now to close this episode, I want to speak a bit about why we don't stick to the long term plans. And that is simply due to the power of the here and now, the power of the short term pleasure because there are plenty of situations where you find it very difficult to sacrifice the current moment for the future and for good reason because many of these things it's not only should I eat a piece of cake or should I stay here and lay on the couch instead of 
doing something more productive. There are other things that aren't sort of more inherently just poor choices. I'm not sh I'm not saying a cheesecake is always a bad choice. Uh, it can be a constructive part of your uh, decompression or 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 just uh, relaxation. But plenty of situations are just downright not in alignment with our long-term goals and we know them in that moment i probably shouldn't eat that pizza i probably shouldn't just lay here in bed or on that couch or play this video game none of these things are inherently bad it's the proportions that we enjoy those things in in relation to what we'd like to see happen in our lives that dictates whether they are resourceful and constructive or not but outside of those things there are plenty of short-term situations that are simply just good but if we are in the service of the long-term goals i in an ideal optimal fashion then regardless we need to sacrifice those moments and an example of that could be being out with your friends or being at a friend's place and you're enjoying each other's company there's a group of you maybe you're having a lot of fun you're laughing you're enjoying each other's company but now you look at the clock and hey it's time for you to go to bed now obviously social relationships are really important for your mental health and for your overall health and we never regret spending time with our friends laughing enjoying each other's company we never regret that when you're laying there on your deathbed or wherever it's going to be those aren't the moments you wish you could take back. In fact, you'd probably wish that there were more of those. So yeah, you're looking at your clock and it's time for you to go to bed. And you say to yourself, why do I need to sacrifice this moment as well? This is clearly a resourceful and fulfilling part of our lives. Can I cut myself a bit of slack and just stay here for a bit longer and so forth? And what the answer to that is goes back to the proportions I talked about before. The right answer of whether you should go or stay depends entirely on your long-term goals, how important they are for you, what is the depth, what is, what is the substance that you're looking for in those. It's entirely relative what the right answers are. And for me, for example, that would entirely depend on the quality of the current here and now situation that I'm in. And this would also depend on my current state of mind. You know, do I know that I will be anxious or disappointed tomorrow if I stay here? I would take that into consideration as well. If I'm perceiving that this is a, a very unique, important, valuable moment here, then perhaps, yeah, I'd stay there. And the reason for me to choose staying there would be because I believe this to be a valuable investment in my friendships with these people. And I feel like this builds the connection between us. This could be something that we can look back in the future and have fond memories of this. Or it's something that builds deeper trust and connection between one another. It's a sacrifice I want to make for our friendship because it is valuable to me and if that situation doesn't feel like one of those moments then it's very likely that I'll choose to go with something else invest that time and that effort and that presence to some other aspect of of my future and it's really important that you develop your ability to detect these kind of moments because there's going to be plenty of moments that 
are one of those good investments in your friendships. But there's also going to be plenty of situations that are not. And once you become mindful of this fact, then you can begin to see whether situations align with your higher goals, with your higher aspirations. You start to see life as a field of not only potential, but also present moments that project nicely yeah, into the future, into that potential. And you can be developing this skill, whether it has to do with your professional aspirations or these kind of personal relationship areas. But let's say the current situation is a bit less than ideal and I choose to stay, which now cascades into the next choice of, yeah, I can have one more drink, which in your case could be one drink too many that you're going to feel a bit groggy or tired. Or, you know, if you're drinking too much, you could be hungover tomorrow. Not only is there that, but you're also choosing to stay up late, which means it's going to affect your sleep and so forth. So the pieces are moving on the chessboard and you're putting yourself in a different situation for tomorrow by the choices that you make now. And what the right choice is going to be can only be dictated and decided by you. No one else can have the right answer for that because no one else will be in your body the next day feeling the way that you do. And no one else is going to have the exact values that you hold dear uh, to yourself. And I didn't even include the aspect of you saying, hey guys, I need to go home. I need to get my sleep and get ready for tomorrow. Now your friends might be sort of making fun of you a bit, might be taunting you. They might be putting guilt on you as well. In that scenario, it's really important to know your goals and know your values. We are extremely social creatures. And when we are pushed and prodded around, and uh, especially the guilt tripping is, is, uh, is a really bad one, we can lose sight of what really is our main focus. And in those situations, you can end up making choices that aren't aligned with the long term. Uh, you're making choices that are there to appease uh, your friends. And again, from that position, you might take one drink too many. You might be staying up for an hour or two or three or four too many. And again, that's going to put us in a different position for tomorrow. How much of that you should be doing in your life? I don't think there is a one size fits all answer for that. There's one size that fits you. You need to be figuring that out. You should be taking that into every single situation that happens in your life. And the more you can do that, the better you're going to feel about yourself because you know that you are an active agent in your own life. You are a force to be reckoned with and someone who actually has control over not only who they are right now, but who they're going to build themselves to be in the future. And once you can really balance those things, this is how we induce that deep, positive high of aligning your current self with the future self. This is extremely difficult. Um, for example, as I mentioned in the previous episode, I'm currently not on that horse. Just straight up going to be honest with you about that. But it's a really important thing for me and perhaps more so than a lot of people. I feel like my future 
alignment with my current self is, is a very, very high priority. And again, I need to be truthful about that because if I do not execute in a way that aligns with that reality, then I'm going to be miserable. I'm going to be unhappy and I'm going to be disappointed in myself and lack self-respect. And if you lack self-respect, it's uh, pretty darn difficult to be happy. So that's it for this episode. I hope that helps. Let me know what you think and I'll uh, see you next time. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Finished.